0: What's up? It's your boy KFC. This is the third therapy session, the third ever therapy session for the New York Mets fans. I've called it. It's official. Mark it down. The 2017 console is upon us. Sunday, Mother's Day, I decided it was time to console the season. I have seen enough. It was pure. It was from the heart. It was real. It wasn't an overreaction. And I think it was the right call. I bring in my friends Clem and Super Producer BC here. Clem, are you on board with the console? Do you think it was too early? Do you think it was too late? Where do you think the New York Mets stand?
1: I mean, I think it was too early. But I understand the place you were in when you made that console. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a comic. I mean, we've done three. This is our third session, and we're halfway through may already and every single one is like we were more than due for a therapy session every single time yep
0: and actually to interrupt for a second i've been trying to talk with uh frankie midnight frank the tank frank fleming to get him on and he was like yeah when do you want to do it and i was like well we usually wait for a big win a big loss a big injury something to warrant a, a session and he goes dude we just lost Familia for the season. Like, like and that didn't even register in my mind as enough of a reason for a therapy session. That's how ridiculous this early season has been. Continue.
1: Yeah. No, and that's the other thing is, like, you have to understand, I'm— I'm doing this as a fan. That's I'd say a little more optimistic than you and definitely more optimistic than Frank. I feel like (laughs) I need to be like the strong parrot in this relationship right now for all the stoolies that are Mets fans that don't want to like, just give up on baseball in may. I have to be the strong one. I didn't hashtag. I'm not hashtag done with Harvey. (laughs) Um, The season is not consoles for me. I'm trying to keep it together. Even though like last night I didn't go near sports. After the Mets game, sports was over. not near my mind. Media after. blackout. Thank God like the Spurs game ended, and then it was like straight up catching up on DVR. Mm-hmm. I'm like asking my kid if she wants to watch Jimmy M- Mickey Mouse Clubhouse just to get my mind off the shitty Mets. So, you know I'm what you sound like, straight.
0: Clem? You sound like someone who deep down in their heart knows that it's consoled. You just don't want to say it. You're trying to be the strong parent. It's like when you know the marriage is over and you're just sticking around for the kids, but you know
1: deep down there's no coming back. I'm here for my people. I be- <laughs> I, I when, at times like this, I just have to look at the black dildo and say there's there's still some magic in that dildo. There's still some oh, there's still something in there. I got to believe in the mojo. The fact that it happens on Mother's Day of all things. Mama Clancy is is uh-huh. my personal favorite number 1 Mets fan of all time. And Frank the Tank, I love the dude. Frank the Tank is he's he said so the, fucking negative. He said the Mets are going to lose 120. <laughs> I don't even know if that's mathematically impossible anymore. <laughs> he's he's like, he, and he's like, he's getting stronger. Like now he does the Undertaker song for them. Yep. He has like jingles in his head. He's, he, uh, it's sometimes, it's
0: sometimes people say to me that, that I like this. They're like, I think deep down you like losing. Cause you can like, you can be dramatic like this. And I like, I assure you, I don't like this. I wish it was not this way. I wish we were winning Frank, the tank. I think he gets <laughs> off on it. That, that Undertaker, it was like perfect. It's like you've been, you've been perfecting that in your basement with no couch or chair while waiting for this moment.
2: B. Clance, the, where, where do you stand on the console? Optimistic Mets fans are crazy people. They're crazy people. They're insane. Like When I heard the word mojo come out of – Clem's mouth. I'm like, what? Where? What is it? What is the good feeling? Where is any of this? I'm, um, i um, I think I'm further. I'm closer to Frank than, I'm, than I am to you. Like I'm. Oh boy. I, I don't see. So the spectrum kind of goes like Clem, me, I'm Mama Clance, B Clance, Frank the Tank. Is, is Mama Clance? Uh optimistic in any way no, shape or form? yeah. no i, mean, I think she's, she might be worse I, than frank the tank no i think she's on the other side of me i think she's between me Got it, and, tank, and tank but i'm i i have no i i can't see anything people are like wait till this happens wait till that happens i i can't see it. i'd be shocked if any of the the optimistic thoughts Pan come out. true. like like they're like i think Harvey's going to bounce back like that would floor me yeah that would that be, would absolutely I, I blow me away that. yeah
0: and well this is the thing that this is what this whole season was, in the beginning, Mets therapy session number one, I said the Mets are going to win 79 or they're going to win 97. And a lot of people were chirping me about, well, that's not really a prediction, good or bad. But the point being that if everything broke right, it could be a very good team. Nothing
2: has broken right with the exception of <laughs> Michael Conforto. so many things to break right just to get back to even.
0: Right. And so why do you think that all these new things are going to break right when none of
2: the original we things now broke. Need to right? Like do all sorts of things to fix the bullpen because with Familia back, everybody has to move back. Now we have to make a move just to get to the bullpen. When the we don't have any moves, we we can't take away from any other pieces to make moves because those other pieces stink too. Because the Wilpons didn't spend
1: money, so then when the they other parts have. You need to fix too. Exactly. It all starts at the top. We've said always. it a million fucking always, fucking, but I I, I
2: I do think enough will go right eventually to lure us back in just to break our hearts even harder. Always. Like, it sucks right now, but when they get a nice little win streak going. They, and they will. I mean, it's the season's too long. There are
0: enough talented pitchers that, you know, the rotation will turn over a couple times with everybody having a good start, and they'll make a little bit of a run. The second wild card keeps, you know, 75% of the league in the playoff hunt anyway. So there will be these idiot Mets fans who are staying optimistic, and they're cheering them on. And, uh, you know, it's not like a console in the sense that I think that they are, like, going to plummet and be the worst team in in the division. But it was a natural point where the console console has become a thing. And people always (laughs) want it. They want to hear it from me. They chirp me. Do it. Do it. Do it. Console, console, console. It's time. It's time. It's time. And it's not one of those things. I don't do it for, like, dramatic effect. I don't do it as, like, a shtick anymore. It's just when it happens, it happens. And that ball, Addison Reed... When that ball hit off the when, – when Addison Reed gave up that home run and turned around, <laughs> it, it just felt right. I just felt it in my heart. I felt it in my bones. I grabbed my phone. I just tweeted it out. And I almost was like, whoa, wait, did I just console? Because I just blacked out for a second. It was that pure. And I'll tell you why. Because it was Mother's Day, and it was against the Milwaukee Brewers. And if you have been a Mets fan in this past era – the previous regime the brewers on mother's day is just a thing it's it they are a motherfucker on mother's day i can vividly remember going home sitting there watching the ball game with my mom enjoying a nice mother's day and it was when the pink bats first started and i can picture bill hall and those motherfuckers just Shitting on the Mets and ruining Mother's Day. It happened in two thousand five. Mike Dijon gave up the walk off in the ninth. It happened in two thousand six when we were good. Chad Bradford, his stupid submarine arm, gave up the lead in the tenth. It, Don't it, you
1: talk about Chad Bradford like that <laughs> ever fucking again in my presence? All right. <laughs> that, he was, was, a, he, he was a. Who was our lefty? Those are uh. Feliciano. Oh yeah, Oliver? <laughs> don't you ever talk about them again like
0: that. Dude, Chad was awesome. Nobody could hit that fucking submarine shit. But against the Brewers, against the Brewers, man, in Milwaukee on Mother's Day, the Mets will lose nine times out of ten. And so when it happened on that day, in that setting, in that fashion, they were down 7-1 in the past five years. .008% of teams have come back from a deficit like that. It was a natural moment. It was a natural breaking point. It was a Mets moment. It was a Mother's Day moment in Milwaukee. It was time to console. And I don't think that's a a bold statement. I don't think I'm going out on a limb. Like I said, I'm not trying to make the console be a thing where everyone can point and be like, KMC called it and knew it first. Here's the deal. This is a team that is built completely on pitching, that has the worst ERA in baseball, You can't have that. You can't have that. I don't want to say this far into the season because it's still early, but we've seen a lot. We've seen enough for this team starting and relief pitching to have the worst ERA in baseball is a major, major problem. They're old. They were stale. They didn't make any moves to bolster this team in any way from an outside point of view. They're injured.
1: They're not good. They're not good. They're just not good enough. See, this is see. Let me let me just clarify something. First of all, I'm optimistic as a Mets fan, not as a fan. Like I think every other baseball team is more optimistic than us, and then it's <laughs> right. like our our level. Right. I have to be the Jedi to bring balance to Frank's fucking dark Sith Lord. <laughs> he is so in the black now. I, I can't. I love like, it. I love Frank.
0: I love his pessimism. <laughs> this is how we all should be. I strive to be like Frank come
1: to the dark side Clem. This is what I say though and I, I agree with what you said. You don't enjoy this. You know what you enjoy? You enjoy tweeting about Holiday Road. Yeah. You enjoy the stupid yellow canary and yo Put it in fucking- the books
0: and the apples and all that shit. Yes. Yeah. The Lion and- King. I love T.J. Rivera's walk-up music. I love fucking Thor tweeting out the hammers and the little lightning bolts. I and love Kager. all that shit.
1: Thor! Thor! That's what I love. I don't get any of that with this team because they're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and the console is is a, is completely organic. I, you know, You've know, you talked to me in the past. You're like, Should I console it now? The fact that you consoled it because you felt it, I can't hate on that at all. And this comes back to what we're talking about on Thursday. I was like, dude, familia, did you hear about it? You're like, yeah. And you actually, it was like, it was like Hansel Robles was out for like a week. You're like, yeah, what's the big deal? I'm like, you cannot just act like this. The guy had 51 saves last year. He's a fucking roller coaster. He blew the fucking playoff games left and right. He's not good. But you know what? You know who's not good either? I hate to say it. I'm Everybody else. You. Addison Reed's not good. He's either. not I'm good. I'm so sick of what? fucking Addison Reed and all the Addison Reed foreclosers. Get the fuck out of my face. And now everyone's going to hate Addison Reed. And I'm going to go through all your Twitter fucking mentions. You better delete them now because I'm going through and I'm going to fucking cold takes your, all your asses because he stinks too. He There's a reason we got him as our fucking setup, man. and it's a, Get him. Familia, familia was him. untouchable too back Expose in the day. And look at this. See, now I'm on the dark side. Yes! You fucking got the dark side. That's the hate flow. Dude, all
0: of these guys stink. They stink. They're not good at baseball. Mets fans have this fucking crazy obsession with bad players. These guys stink.
1: And I do think of this now. Like, I couldn't figure out why I always thought of Bill Hall. Bill yep. Hall appears in my head with a pink bat every Mother's Day, and it's because the fucking Brewers own us. It's every bullshit time. that we to play the Brewers.
0: Dude, I-, I I vividly remember. I'm pretty sure Bill Hall's mom had, like, cancer or something, and, he was, and she was in the stands, and Bill Hall was, like, bashing home runs, and everyone was like, what a sweet moment. And I was like, fuck!
2: Fuck the Brewers! Fuck Bill Hall! Fuck the pink bats!
0: He's killing Mama Clancy right next to him. Right, right now, now. I don't care about his mom. My mom's dead. This is crazy. It, it, it's, it, and, 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 and. <sighs> I just, I don't want it to be this way. I want to be wrong. That's the other thing, too. People are like, I hope, you know, you're going to have egg on your face. I hope I fucking do. But it was just when you feel it, when you know it got to let it rip. For those who don't know, by the way, I probably should have opened up. The the tale of Consul, the original Consul Decision, is not what you think it is. And the story has been kind of warped in, in like a game of telephone. It began with a friend of a friend, one of my best friends for life. I've known him for like 30 years. One of his friends, they were all Indians fans. And uh, when CeCe Sabathia got hurt way back when, 2007, 6, 8, whatever, whatever it was, uh he said they were on a text chain and he wanted to text cancel the season and what came out was Consul de Sizen because he's one of these Midas whale guys. He is he had he he thought that human being was human being, like <laughs> like Mexican beans. So he's that kind of guy. He always screws up words. He just doesn't give a shit. He doesn't know how to speak. He doesn't know how to talk, doesn't know how to spell. And so from there on it was Consul de Sizen. Anytime you know when you feel it, that your team is done, when they are cooked, you console. Now, usually it's when it's, you know, late in the season and you know officially they're either eliminated or they are not going to make a run. There is enough game to be played where, of course, yes, of course, the Miracle Mets could happen and they could, they could bounce back from all these injuries and they could go on to make the playoffs and contend. But I've, I've seen this movie many times before, Clem. We have to, I, I mean, the, the mere thought, this notion that they're going to come back from these injuries. In what world do Mets
1: players come back good from injury? I, that I, never the, happens. The Ray Ramirez, here we go, like today, as Drupal DL stint, pos, you know, like. Yeah, it's, of course. Two minutes earlier, person. the Mets are,
0: are, are, are optimistic they won't have to DL him. Of, what? Of course you're going to have to DL him. This is nuts. It's like, it's like I feel like I'm being trolled every time I see an injury report. Could not be more wrong or more mismanaged. These fucking idiots.
1: I will say this, though. The console, I didn't realize that was the console store. I always thought it was a Mets fan no. to you tweet, texting it. No. It makes perfect sense now. Counsel DeCesarean was meant to be born in Cleveland. Yeah, that, yeah, it's true. That makes it such a more damning thing now. Yeah, I'm almost thinking that we might be counseled after it came. You. It
0: came from an even darker place than Mets baseball, which is as dark as it gets. The, the, the in Cleveland is like uh, it's like Bane, like oh you you merely adopted the darkness. We were born in it. That I mean that guy the Cleveland. Cleveland truly owning the console makes it that much more of a loser statement. I believe his name was Chris Doherty. Shout out to Chris Doherty. And if you own the original Mets console the with the Mr. Met with the stool as his face, shout out to you because you are an OG stoolie. You are an OG Mets fan. Uh, The new iteration, if you own the Mr. Met with the noose. Shout out to you as well. I'm actually, I'm actually, I got that at my desk. I'm going to go put that on right now after I finish recording this because today is officially consult day and, uh, you know, neither of them we can sell anymore because of, of major league baseball restrictions. So that's it. Those are limited edition. If you have those, you, you are true to the Mets and losing and barstool. And, uh, you know, it's a long season that I'll still sit there and suffer through. So like, what's funny is I'm officially in my heart and in my mind, I am like, yeah, they're not going to make it, but I'll still sit there and watch all summer long, because that's who we are, for better or worse, mostly completely worse, (laughs) and we like to say things like, oh, it builds character, we like to say things like, but when we do get one, it's going to be so much better, all that bullshit loser (laughs) fucking talk. What it comes down to is we're just a bunch of losers who have nothing better to do than watch this team and let them stomp on our nuts
1: over and over and over again. I uh, looking back now, like the more I think about this, it really fucks me up. Like we had a bad for 2015 World Series. We lost every game that shouldn't have been fundamentally. I think about like the Indians, the way they lost last year with the 3-1 lead. Rajay Davis blows Andy Chavez out of the water. Blows <laughs> him out. Yep. <laughs> it blows him out of the water. Fuck. We're 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 cursed. I I, I feel like we have to console the console. I have to – like, I'm thinking – You can't console a console. Straight. You can't triple stamp a double stamp. I, I, I don't know. I, I have to kill you. If I kill <laughs> Yo. you, I think <laughs> you then eliminate you I, from the I console always start.
0: said, man, you want to win a World Series, make sure I'm dead. The day that I die, I will die on, like, Game 6 of the World Series. The Mets will win Game 7. I promise you this. I am the problem. It is all me. I feel bad for my guys like Noah. I feel bad for Conforto. Mike Conforto is doing the damn thing, by the way. And new pictures of his mother have surfaced. <laughs> so we've got more pictures for, uh, I mean, we're going to be able to tweet that probably 25 more times this year because the dude is raking, hitting bombs left and right. He's the only bright spot. And I feel bad for them because it's all my fault.
1: It's the, that's the other thing about this we season. We like, cursed immediately. I, yeah, we did. It's like, don't he, ever hit your
2: wagon to me, man. <laughs> as, I bet. I bet as he was calling, as he was dialing
1: in, to our show, he was like, "Ah,
0: my last something. I, I
2: don't know.
1: I, I, I think I'm all right, but something doesn't feel right." <laughs> <laughs> I've never been a Terry guy. I've always kind of hated him. I like, yeah. when they were bad. I didn't care. You have a fucking then, brain. Yeah, but this whole this season is now the, the year of Terry. Just like he didn't want comfort to win. Comfortable rakes. TJ Rivera like, be- like just f- scrapping his way into the lineup. Now, just trying. Now he's in the lineup, and he's the only other guy can it too. Like Kurt-
0: <laughs> awesome, dude. Everything. Curtis, everything. TJ. Curtis-
1: Gr- t- everything. Terry Collins doesn't want is awesome. Everything Terry Collins wants is bad. Yep. Curtis Granderson's hitting Robbie Fox's weight right now, oh, and he's my. still in the lineup every <laughs> single day, no matter what.
0: <laughs> what a great line. That's a great, that's a Gary Keith and Ron line right there. Put you in the booth, bro. Yeah, I mean, meanwhile, uh, Rosario and Don Smith are just absolutely dominating in the minors. We probably won't see them cuz God forbid you start the clock on anybody. You know, the only thing I will say and no, I mean, I, I'm not I I don't want to I'm not going to uh I'm not going to be a little bitch about my console. In 2015, I put up a blog and said console the and with an asterisk and I said, "Unless we make major moves, this season is over." They called up Conforto, they brought in Cespedes, obviously they went on a run, that was that was my only, that was like a, a half console, usually other than that it's been like I'm in or I'm out, I have to be in on the console because I refuse to believe that the Wilpons will do what it takes to fix this team, trade, make trades, signings, whatever it takes to deal with these injuries, but if there's some sort of wholesale changes. If they can call up multiple people and trade Jay Bruce and get rid of Granderson and they can somehow overhaul this entire team. And uh, Fire Terry. And Fire te- of course, you know, bring in Kelly Johnson. You have to do that. That's that's you know bring in Kelly <laughs> Johnson. Yeah. You know, Annual ritual. Yeah. It's like oh, <laughs> it's it's July. <laughs> let's, let's bring in Bartolo and Kelly Johnson. Uh if if all that could happen, uh, you know, maybe this this could this console can be undone. But until that happens, this team is just not good enough. They're old, they're injured, and aside from uh, TJ and Conforto, you just don't have any, like, juice. You got nothing. It's like, oh, dude is back. Oh, who fucking cares, you know? Our third baseman's dead. Our backup third baseman's also basically a corpse. You know, you, as Rubles hurt, of course Darno's hurt. Neil Walker is just... Neil, Neil Walker-, Walker
1: got pissed yesterday. I didn't know Neil Walker had emotions. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Neil Walker is basically what Daniel Murphy was like gonna be. I remember when we, when I was yeah. like, Neil Walker's a perfect replacement. Like, whatever. They're fine. He's actually a little bit better defensively. And, you know, he'll hit, you know, like 15 home runs, bat like 270, whatever. And actually, Neil went out to have, what, 20 whatever home runs last year. And I remember being like, oh, OK. Like, if it wasn't for Daniel Murphy deciding to be an MVP, this would have been a good deal. But he has settled in exactly. He is who he thought he was. It's, it's him. That's what him and Daniel Murphy should be doing, except that. With me in existence and the Mets being cursed, Daniel Murphy bats, you know, 390, and Neil Walker stinks. Uh, Granderson's dead. Jay Bruce is Jay Bruce. You know, Yo's out. Noah's out. Familia's out. It's just the, you look around. It's like how how does anybody think this team is gonna win? Look look at everything I just said in the past forty five seconds. What what that what's good? Is so
1: up his own ass right now. Oh too. my god! It's
0: literally he bent over and put his head up his own asshole. It's it's so fucking. He is the worst. Mats is Mats is gone. I think that Mats, <laughs> I think that Mats has been raptured like the leftovers.
2: <laughs>
0: I don't think he's in existence anymore. Has anybody even seen him? And Wheeler's Wheeler just Gaselman sucks. Lugo's dead. Like all of these guys, yo, we can't get out of the fifth inning. This was supposed to be like the best pitching staff in baseball. They pitch like four and two thirds every fucking day. It's terrible.
1: Even DeGrom, like, DeGrom's always been my guy, and even, like, he couldn't even get the quality start yesterday. No, you're just yeah. like, it's over. A- a- it's a- a- a-
0: a- DeGrom's a good example of, like, he goes out there and he strikes out 10 every time, but he gives up, you know, three, four runs, and it's like, he, all of a sudden, he's grinding. He's the only guy, he's the only pitcher on the staff that's like, if he doesn't have his best stuff, he'll still get you a start. But that's kind of the perfect, like, microcosm for this team. It's like, the the names are there, the talent's there, and you go out there, and you're grinding, and it's like, but you're just not getting it done. They're just not getting it done. They're under 500. we We're getting deeper into the season now. Everybody's injured. Unless the ball starts to fly and things drastically change, I just don't see how this team is at least going to, you know, people were talking about winning the World Series. That's tough. (laughs) You know, like maybe we can be like, oh, we're going to win the second wild card. But coming into it, people were like, we're going to win the championship. In
2: the the beginning of the season, sit back and enjoy this season. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> You're gonna, we're going to coast to 93 wins. I have screenshots of people coast. that – real people who said this to me. Yeah, well, I was you, like, I can There I can't will never it. be coasting. Even, you know, when – the only
0: time – in 2006 when they coasted to 97 yep. wins, that was like – I mean, they clinched on, like, August 15th. Yeah. That was the only time I've ever been relaxed and enjoying Mets baseball. Otherwise, it will forever be a grind. It will forever be emotional tormenting. And uh, it will probably always, on some level, end in a console. Sometimes it's, you know, the last day of the season. Sometimes it's uh, Mother's Day. Unless
1: but... we slit your throat, I don't see another way to get the counsel <laughs> jinx out of, out of our fucking life. Imagine lives. if Clem just killed me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, if I could just get one mid fan on that jury, I know they won't convict me. <laughs>
0: that concludes today's therapy session. Uh, you know, we will continue because I have officially counseled. Clem's still on board, though, so we will. I want, I'm want. i here for my buddy Clem, and what I'm going to do is sit here and talk him through the rest of the season, and I will be here at the bottom of the fucking bridge waiting with open arms for when he finally jumps to, because sometimes it's like an addict, they need to see their own way, they need to hit rock bottom themselves, you can't help them, they have to realize it themselves, so I've realized it, because I have a brain, and I will wait for Clem to join me. So join us next time for uh, episode four of Mets Therapy Session. It's Clem, B. Clance, and KFC. Meet the Mets. Meet the Mets. Step
1: right up and kill yourself. Beautiful. You know what the the best part about this is? Is when I realize it, it's going to be – Something none of us can see coming. Like the oh, Mets yeah. don't just like lose ten in a nope, row. No, they nope. break <laughs> yeah. your heart in the most spectacular. <laughs> way. So I'm actually looking forward to it. In
0: yeah, I mean it was it was truly like I was sitting there and and it was Mother's Day, so I'm trying really not to watch the game, but it was on, and I'm playing with Shea and stuff, and I and somebody I'm watching the score, and I'm like, you know, they're coming back, they're coming back, they're coming back. I'm like, they're not gonna lose this game though. They're gonna, they're they're gonna get this done. And my phone was next to me, and I I happen to like. I'm playing with Shane, I happen to look up as that ball's hit, and I was just like, grab the phone, console the sizing, and I put it down and, like, continued talking to my wife about whatever I was talking about. It was the most natural console ever.